Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Faking Movies. This is episode 92. Um, <laughs> Seth and Zach this week are going to sound really funny because they are moving very close to their <laughs> microphones and have mm-hmm. shark mouths out. Um, it's, so. it's, it's true, but yet it sounds identical to normal. Yeah. So, hmm. And that's really, the shark mouths are really appropriate because, as Ooh. you know, um, I mean, just a little tip of the hat real quick. Uh, this week's episode features Mr. Rob oh, Shaw. Sure um, who, yeah, We are going to need true. a bigger shark. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he does die in a shark mouth, uh, both in the movie Jaws and real life. So <laughs> no, yeah. I think he died of lung cancer. Uh, I'd have to. <laughs> it's way sadder. Oh, really? I say I have to look up the uh, <laughs> the Ooh, second yeah. one there. Not but... not nearly as fun. Yeah. No. Um. Good actor though. Real mm-hmm. good actor. Yeah. Fun fun guy from what I hear. Uh. Mm-hmm. So of course, uh, before we get going, um. Check out our website, check out our Twitter, check out our Instagram for all your faking movies needs. Um, we're doing a double today, everybody. So and we're we're on mile zero of it. So it's only gonna get fucking yeah, worse from yeah, here. Yeah, it's that already odometer has not even <laughs> begun to click over yet. Uh, we're expecting <laughs> to to see the million. Oh by the end god, of this, let's hope. Who knows? Let's hope. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week we've got Zach. Zach, mm-hmm. uh, what? Why don't you tell us about about what you're sure. doing this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I think this is a movie that you guys were both pretty excited about uh, called, oh, yeah. called, I think it's The Sting, but it might also be The String. We were unclear on that mm-hmm. in the well, chats. One one of those is yeah. very wrong. but Yeah, and uh, we'll tell you which cool. one you're done. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, no, this is, uh, I last, literally last week had uh, several friends of the show over, actually, uh, all people who've oh been on the God. show before for dinner. So fun. Uh, yeah, uh, so shout out to former guests Sarah, Tom, Caitlin, and Ooh. Austin, um, and we were sitting we around. get it, Lee, you have yeah, friends. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I can go over the menu, too, if you guys want to know what we had. Like, it was pretty uh, fun. Um, so, no, we, we just put on this movie, yeah. uh, and I mentioned that I watched it uh, in our chat, and Seth said, oh, shit, I love yeah. that movie. That's and true. Zach said, as always with any movie made before 1990, <laughs> what, what is that? I've is never that a heard song? Of it, so. What even is that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So that's how we came upon this one yeah. for Zach. Uh, so mm-hmm. my my dudes, and I mean that literally, uh, my my yep. white, 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 old, old, old dudes um, are <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Mr. Robert Redford himself, um, Johnny uh-huh. Salad Dressing, Paul Newman. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna need a bigger shark robert shaw and Uh that guy chuck derning charles charles yeah charles derning he's that guy he's a very that guy yeah you're right he's very much that guy yeah um okay so i have two uh failed things and i will say the Uh second failed thing was the thing i was gonna go with until like 10 a.m today like literally four hours ago and then it hit me, and I'm very psyched about my actual movie. So, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume the actual movie, based on the title, is a cop movie. Like, they're putting a sting on some criminals or some shit. Like, maybe? Okay, you can think that. Okay, I don't know. I mean, you'll Especially find out a... in however long it takes right. you to do with, this. With so. a bunch of old-ass white dudes, like, that seemed like the obvious choice. Um, Other yeah. things you'll find out. The title of this movie. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one, uh, the one that I was going to go with was an old guy superhero movie. Um, so Ooh, yeah, I like I that, think, especially with yeah, Paul Newman. I was gonna say, oh like, my god, I was, gonna, like was his power Cowboys, just being superheroes? Right. Yeah, was his power just being so well? And I, honestly, I was trying to think of like what is a genre that we don't often do, and like I don't think we've ever done a superhero movie, or if we have, like it's been infrequent. I think we've done like some like vague origin story sort of situations sure, sure. that could turn into superhero yeah. stuff, but uh, yeah, not not a, like a yeah we haven't done a full right. blown yeah not a, not a, like a sky high yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right yeah we've yet to have our own sky high <laughs> uh, yeah so I was thinking Newman I skipped right over Redford uh, and he's he's this oh, old okay. sad guy that wants to help but he can't because he's old oh. and then it. Like he like fumbles around a bunch, but like it in the end it does work out. So it's kind of like Gran Torino, except without all the racism and sadness and bummer. Oh, okay. You know? like, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, nothing like Gran Torino other than yeah. the main character is an elderly. It's an person. old, very yeah. famous white mm-hmm. guy, yeah. <laughs> it's an old savage. <laughs> I don't I mean Magnates. We call them Magnates. Magnates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, okay, so real movie. Uh, we fade in on the Detroit skyline. Things. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, is Robocop in this movie? Yeah. There uh-huh. will be no yep. dicks either blown off or non blown off. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were talking about this yesterday, no but uh, we live in a world right now where there <laughs> are. <laughs> KFC commercials featuring <laughs> Robocop. There, and there sure are. I believe you and Seth uh, brainstormed the best way that they could have incorporated a dick blowing yeah. off into those yeah. commercials. Yeah, what yeah, was it yeah. again? A, you just stick a chicken wing out of uh, somebody's yeah, pants. Just a raw uh... chicken wing with the, with the tip, though, <laughs> still with the tip on, so it looks kind of more, yeah, more fleshy. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, way fleshy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, God. I was thinking fried, but all right. Oh, I mean... Well. I wasn't gonna go as as gross and pallid <laughs> as you, but like, cool. Can we develop some sort of like wing sauce pocket system for chicken wings, where when it oh explodes, the wing sauce blows up everywhere, like it's oh blood. yeah, and then, yeah, like you inject wing sauce in between the the two joints, the so layers, like, sure, and then yeah, all yeah. the kids wow. gather around and eat it. No, that seems weird. That seems mm-hmm. very terrible. No, yeah, Zach, that's a little, no, little far, no, 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 you ruined okay. it. You right. ruined it. Yeah. All right, so we're in Detroit. Um, and <laughs> TM, TM, TM. <laughs> Just in case. For Detroit? Or, oh, no, for our chicken. Yeah, for our chicken, yeah. Yeah, for our chicken yeah. dick uh, commercial. That's it. Hashtag chicken dick. <laughs> oh, we are going so viral. Oh, it's going to be so good. We are going to start. Wait, we could just start a restaurant, oh, Chicken Dicks. Damn, it's like no. Dick's Last Resort meets yeah. KFC meets that one scene in Robocop. Certainly. Yeah. Everybody likes that. <laughs> 
It's just that one scene is playing over and over and over again on a loop on all the CCTVs. Oh, it's like a it's like a worse version of the all the pictures are Seth's face. I, I think I still like all the pictures are Seth's face. I mean that that, that is clearly the the one of the best ideas. Oh, ever. Yeah, I mean it's a, we have a rest. It's a it's a, a, a conglomerate. Like it's like <laughs> Darden Restaurant Group. We don't just have one restaurant. Like yeah, yeah we're like we're we're a real Pepsi. There it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, things in Detroit are looking Brad's weirdly drink. prosperous, confusingly. Um, we meet all four okay. of our very white, very male, very old characters uh, having uh-huh. having a traditional quote wet lunch in a stereotypical steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about business and usual old white guy stuff, and it becomes clear that they have a somewhat nefarious plot. What uh, time period are we talking about? I'm thinking, honestly, kind of current. Like, yeah, it's a bit anachronistic. Like, I mean, because Detroit is thriving. No, (laughs) no. Mostly like some like hey hey real estate prices in Detroit are on the rise for the first time in twenty years. Yeah, no, I mean, but as of as of like it's also because there's a fucking real estate bubble coming up that no one's talking about. But Uh, that may play into this plot. Yeah, I was thinking mostly because like several of these people are dead. (laughs) So. Oh, sh- sure, sure, sure. So they're holding, like, the new iPhone X, but right. it's like, oh, it's they've like, been dead uh, for Yeah, Robert Charles has yeah. been dead for 35 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, What's this tiny computer in my hand? <laughs> I don't know. I was just that trying was... to do drunk, surly Irishman, and I don't no, think I Scottish. No, I think you did. That was pretty oh, close, it, though. It, I thought it, it was good, especially with his accent in this oh. movie. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he speaks with something a lot closer to his real voice than he does in Jaws. Sure, just, yeah, just sure spoiler. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Detroit has obviously fallen on hard economic times. You follow? Um, but they're planning the downtown renaissance, except mm-hmm. not in a like fun for everybody kind of like Asheville, North Carolina way. Uh, they're planning mm-hmm. it. Nobody's fucking talking about Asheville lately. What is this? Well, so the city? thing Asheville has seen its renaissance and actually gone down now i my my cool ass cousin mm-hmm. uh hashtag gingerly press everybody go see that shit um tells me that chattanooga tennessee is apparently the new thing and i was like i've been to chattanooga tennessee it's a fucking shithole and she goes is that where the wig dome is no that's knoxville yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Don't you yeah. I, know, I know yeah. i bet i no, feel like chattanooga's like alabama the fabulous wig sphere uh, yeah and i was like well, I guess, like, if you're going to pick a place to have a renaissance, it has to be currently shitty, so that sort of makes it sense. It has to be in the dark yeah, ages? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. Um, yeah. Chattanooga choo-choo. Ugh. Oh, it was... Track 29. Really yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So they're going to exploit this whole movement. Well, they're going to they're gonna sure. make it right. happen and also exploit it, obviously. Right. Um. Yeah, uh, so they they start to slowly buy up all of the famously uh, Detroit bargain basement real estate, uh, where they're like mm-hmm. literally selling uh, foreclosed houses for, you know, five hundred dollars just because they want to collect taxes on the value of it. Like the the city is so sure. downtrodden that they're just like, please, just anything, please. Yeah, and developers buy up whole blocks right. and then level it. Pennies on the dollar to demolish yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. on that note, um, they. Uh, the real estate down there, uh, or sorry, uh, yeah, they're, they're taking advantage of the bargain basement real estate. Um, 
most of it's vacant, but there's still some holdouts. Like people are obviously still living down there. Um, so they use the usual take no prisoners tactics almost immediately, opting to essentially nah, force actually. people out rather than buy them out yep. for like a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And this is where enter our two previously uncast surprise heroes. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, genuine national treasure, Angela Bassett. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, good choice. Good Incredibly choice. wonderful actress. Uh, and uh-huh. probably top three, maybe top two percussionists of all time and actress, mm, Sheila E. <laughs> so you think Sheila E. is one of the top percussionists I, of all time? As a percussionist, I feel very strongly about this. She definitely I, I'm just, is. I'm not, I'm not, listen, I don't play a percussion instrument. I can only weigh in on this so much. I wanted to know if you were being serious or making. Oh a no, joke. no, fully mm-hmm. serious. People quote Bottom <laughs> okay. or whomever. Sheila E. played for Prince in the OG days and is still playing drums at like sixty-five. She is a fucking beast. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, she played for Ringo Starr in his All Star band with two R's. Right. She played I mean, drums for Ringo that, Starr. I, <laughs> yeah, Ringo, well, and he is Ringo a singer, sings right? now. Yeah, he sings. Oh, it. how unfortunate! <laughs> yeah, he gets all of his friends together every couple of years, makes an album, and then goes oh, on tour. Yeah, gross. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I would go to that. I, I actually really like that. Ringo Starr, so like, I don't... Ringo's solo stuff is the highest selling Beatles solo yeah, collection. I, it's yeah. like it's it's dumb and it's catchy, but I like it. I feel so. like you guys are fuck you, Zach. I, was, I feel like you guys are really overshadowing Sheila E. and her accomplishments right now, like. Hey Zach, back off, Boogaloo. Uh, yeah, uh huh. That's that's a Ringo uh-huh. yeah, single. Uh-huh. All right. Also, she plays she plays drums in high heels, and she fucking slays it. She's incredible. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's She's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was not I was not meaning to cast aspersions. I, I just yeah, I no, just wanted no. to know. Yeah, like yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's who we're casting as our uh, heroes. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are two downtown mainstays with uh, large families and are thus, of course, affected by this whole situation. Um, as is customary, we are going to skip a bunch of the tension building second act bullshit. Uh-huh. Yes, correct. Um, but as things heighten with this whole conflict, uh, both sides heat up and the racial aspect of this whole thing uh, takes center stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so as at a clandestine uh, community meeting between uh, Angela and Sheila and all of the people, um, our heroine talk about uh, the fuck. I can't even read anymore. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> our, oh, this, does, this does not our, bode well for this double nope. app. <laughs> our heroine are talking with some of the other leaders or like the supporters about how shitty it mm-hmm. is that these quote wasps are taking over the heart of their community. Um, sure. And at that point, they uh, define the sting, which is the whole thing of this movie. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. I get that. Yeah. I get so that. Sorry. They're That's gonna... clever. That's clever. Too bad the mm-hmm. movie's called The String. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I have another up. one for that yep. after this. We can do that one too. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna sort of beat them at their own game, as it were. Uh, these these wasps mm-hmm. with quote Operation The Sting. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, the gist is that the, the infinite white guys just take things by force. That's, it's all they <laughs> yeah, do. They sure. just come in and they push people out and whatever. 
Infinite White Guys sounds like the name of like an indie platformer that you buy in the Nintendo <laughs> eShop for like four ninety nine. It's like it's like yeah. Lemmings, but like White Guys. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, 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 and they just and all they do is go to work in a and run farm. off a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay, so they they decide that they're gonna sort of do the same thing. They're gonna take everything by force, but like guerrilla style. Um, mm-hmm. So there's all these people now without homes, uh, and they basically just go and claim squatters' rights whenever a juice bar or a Planet Fitness or whatever the fuck the new like yuppie bullshit is that pops up um and so i i wasn't entirely sure like how squatters rights actually works legally but like i think you can just hang out but you're making a movie right so, like, yeah it doesn't Probably matter doesn't yeah matter. yeah um, yeah and you're faking yeah. a movie. uh so uh oh t- <laughs> that's our that's our ip hey. yeah uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um so our actual or the characters that I was actually given, notably none of which have well-defined roles in this movie. Like, I haven't even mentioned them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just generic monster... Just horrible uh, old white rich, guys. Yeah, rich yeah. people. Um, mm-hmm. Have the monetary power advantage, but what they lack is the determination and, more importantly, the numbers in this game that we're now sure. playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the struggle goes on for a while and, of course, heats up until eventually there's a huge standoff where Angela and Sheila and a band of the the like community folks end up at the white guys offices. Um, the police mm-hmm. are of course called, but in a sort of classic bait and switch move, uh, our main dudes neglect to realize that the police are all part of this community and thus like, don't want to defend the rights of the white guys. Like they are living mm-hmm. in this thing that they're fucking up. Um, mm-hmm. So the police show up and they're like, uh, eh, seems like everything's in order here. And they just bounce and they're like, yeah, you fucking deal with it. Um, and, uh, they uh, eventually like, they just wait them out. And the white guys are like, like the, the, the community leaders like have nothing to lose essentially. Like it's their homes and mm-hmm. whatever, like they, they can stay there yeah, literally yeah, forever I mean, yeah. because like they're going to get kicked out and their families have nowhere to live. Yeah. And so the white guys eventually just right. go like, ah, oh, fuck it. We don't want to deal with this. And so they leave uh, and then we end the movie mm-hmm. on some like cool community rebuilding, and the sun shines again on the inner city of Detroit. So what you're saying, what you're saying, the message of your movie is that grassroots organization is really the only way to affect lasting change in this country with mm-hmm. the way the economic system has been stacked. I think so. Well, you're oh, right. Ah, shit. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I yeah. agreed. I was, so, I was yeah. hoping I was on the right side of history on that one. Okay, good, good. I mean, yeah. I, for a rich guy, you really figured <laughs> it out. So. Yeah, right. I uh, I checked with a famed liberal extremist a friend of the show Tiff on this one earlier, and I was telling her that I was going to do a a racial movie and b socioeconomic movie. I don't think we have to call it a racial movie. You no, could, well, there's, there's yeah, like racial could, undertones, obviously. Yeah. Sure, but when you say it, it sounds. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that was my whole point. Out. I was like, "Is this okay?" And she's like, "No, you're probably gonna fuck it up." And I was like, "No, I think I, I think it's okay. I think it's okay." Okay. Well, hmm. <laughs> I mean, we'll find out. I mean, like your your movie, your movie that the movie you described is explaining a real thing that has yeah. been going on. I know, for and I, I think, now. as you noted, mm-hmm. is literally happening in Detroit as we speak like they're 
they're taking yes, it back yeah, uh-huh. and people are getting fucked and it's bad yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a like I think it's a timely and important thing to depict on screen yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and try to get some 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 like more notice, yeah. some support sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it, this is the best way to do it on a podcast mm-hmm. that has twos three. of listeners, <laughs> mm-hmm. three yeah. white hosts, and uh, <laughs> twos yeah. of mm-hmm. listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't. I just. I don't want to. I do want to point out. I, right now, the shirt I'm wearing is a map of Cleveland. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's like a, a frenet, like a kinetic type map yep. of Cleveland, and the biggest word on it is Lake Fire because. <laughs> uh huh. So you know, Cleveland, <laughs> mm-hmm. Detroit. They're they're brothers yeah. in arms there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, honestly, like I've heard good things about Cleveland recently. Like I think they came through the dark times and are. <laughs> I spend a little bit of time yeah. there. It's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. I heard uh, all all them chicks with their crimson lips. <laughs> yeah, Cleveland rocks. <laughs> Ohio. Ohio. Wow. Ohio. Cle- Cle- Cleveland. Yeah. Timely references. Um, um, yes. Friend of the show, <laughs> yeah, Eva. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Friend of the show, Eva, is in that opening credits sequence. No. Oh, that's shit. impossible. Really? In, in like the most yeah she was she apparently uh was uh one of Child hundreds star. of thousands oh. just thousands of extras sitting in the jacobs field uh, when they hey good on yeah, it that's yeah. awesome that that's very mm-hmm. funny yep proud not to, to to not not to give up too much info but proud cleveland born yeah. me um friend of the show no, she Eva, sticks so. up for it i i respect it i respect it mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have the USS Cod there, the uh, submarine. It's very, very interesting that you a can go inside A submarine named of. after an affordable and, at one time, abundant mm-hmm. fish. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, um, it's a, I've been in the USS Cod. It's very interesting. I've eaten cod. It's also very interesting. Mm-hmm. Cod, yeah, cod. You can do a lot with cod. It doesn't taste like much on its own. Um yeah, I've been like, in the USS. Like just... Yeah, I've been in the USS Mister Limpet. Uh, so like... <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? We're on a wannabe <laughs> fish. <laughs> now we can never do that movie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, what's yes, uh, the death warbles of Don what's, Knotts? What's this? Uh, what's this real fucking movie about? Okay, so uh, well, we were Zach... just fucking with you. It's called The Sting. Like yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. You guys realize yeah. I was the one that made that goof originally, right? I, uh huh, yeah, okay. that's true because you can't <laughs> okay. read. It I misspelled it for myself. Um, <laughs> uh, Zach, do you want the ten word summary? <laughs> yeah, the so, IMDb summary is beautiful. So short. Okay, I yeah. super do. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the I think this is definitely the shortest summary okay. we have. Um. All right. Uh, so this is 1973. Ah, yeah. Seems right. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so two grifters team up to pull off the ultimate con. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's called it's called the <laughs> state, like, obviously, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I said cop um, movie earlier, but, like, it's, you know, it's the, like the... Yeah, yeah I mean, there are, there, there are cops involved in that. this, yeah, but, yeah. yeah uh-huh. In fact, Charles Durning plays okay, a cop. Yeah, yeah because of course he yeah. does. Like, what else is Charles Durning going to play? <laughs> Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so do you want to hear something about this movie? Do. I, I hear you fellas like uh, it, so you know. Hey, and to preface it, I love yeah. this movie. Yeah. Like it is a it, it is, is a, very okay. good. It's a very I mean, good movie. and it's not just because I have a crush on Paul Newman <laughs> like forever. I've always known you to but be like, a salad dressing aficionado. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I like uh, I have a cocktail where you know it's just uh, you, you, you <laughs> put an Christ. entire uh, an entire ranch. like uh, bottle of salad dressing. Uh, no, oh. not ranch. Uh, zesty zesty oh, Italian. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, you just put Italian. you put that into a uh, pint glass and then guzzle it down. Oh, that's it. One ingredient. That's not really a yeah. cocktail, but all right. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean there are more than three ingredients in the salad dressing, so yeah, <laughs> it's a cocktail. That's a, Lee. That's a technicality, but I'll, I'll let it. I'll let it slide. I'll let I'll allow it. Um, So, uh, this is a this movie is a period piece, Zach. It's set in the early thirties. Oh, weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's set in the depression. Yeah, it's a uh, depression era thing. Mostly in Chicago. Um, Mm -hmm. That's where heists happen. So I get it. True. Robert Redford is like a small time grifter who lives in. It starts in Joliet. Oh, um, certainly. Yeah, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, him and and we mentioned before we recorded um, someone that we meant to give you that we actually forgot about uh, yeah. was um, Robert Earl Jones. Yeah, Robert Earl what Jones, a, James Earl Jones's father. Quite a bit, my mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It turns <laughs> out, um, so him and Redford are partners. Uh, they pull off like their biggest score ever, totally by accident. Uh-huh. And uh, Robert Earl Jones, he he's going to retire because he's like, no, no, I'm yeah. this is crazy yeah. life. Yeah, like yeah, my family. Uh-huh. He has a whole family, and like you know, he's like, I, I want to, I want to support them, and I want to be them to have a. But stable there's always life. that one last mm-hmm. score. Um, I mean, come on. Well, well, yeah, but the the one last score was them getting like eleven thousand dollars off of like conning this really stupid uh, money runner. Doesn't seem like yeah, a lot of dollars, but I mean, uh, eleven thousand nineteen. It would have been two hundred thousand. Whoa! Yeah, dude. Holy Fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this was like 1935 oh, or something. I was yeah, thinking like... the 70s. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> yeah, going to no. be a surprising amount of adjusted for inflation <laughs> yeah, talk yeah, in this episode. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'll tell uh-huh. you. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so Robert Redford immediately blows his whole share of it because he's an mm-hmm, idiot. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, Robert Earl Jones tells him like, hey, um, I want you to go to Chicago and meet this other con man. Uh, since I'm retiring, he's going to teach you how to like pull off big cons. Sounds trustworthy. Yeah. Um, why not? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we find out that the money belonged to Robert Shaw, who is this big time like banker slash criminal, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he sends out his goons to kill everyone involved. That's that's basically. good casting on Robert Shaw. That makes sense. Yeah, 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 it really is. And he's got like this, this like partial um, accent, like this partial Irish accent all the time. Yeah, for sure. And he walks with this really intense limp, which actually was real because he had just injured his knee right before Uh, filming. Yeah, there's a lot of good like character traits. Like he has like he, he whenever he wants somebody like to ask if they understand him, he's always just you follow. <laughs> uh, you follow, boy. Yeah, he just says he says follow like constantly. Yeah, um, okay. and it's like I think it's like a really good uh, job establishing right. like certain weird idiosyncratic traits of mm-hmm. this shitty yeah. gangster. It, it puts you in the whole feel of the thing. It feels genuine. Because yeah, like. He, he very much his character especially very much uh like he's the the classic criminal aspiring to legitimacy oh, okay. Okay. so he hangs out at country clubs he plays golf he does all the right th- but yeah. then at the end of the day the way he makes a lot yeah. of his money is cheating at cards sure. like yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah uh anyway so he sends killers they get they get jones um 
and they get the guy that they conned, but they don't get Robert Redford or the there's a third guy that's involved in their crew that no one knew about. Um, oh, his name is Erie, right? Yeah, Joe oh, Erie. Um, Joe okay. Erie. Yeah. Everybody so, has like ridiculous yeah. names. There's oh like, yeah. Oh, jo- oh like... Robert Redford's name is Johnny Hooker. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a guy whose name is like Lime Mouth McGee. <laughs> oh, my favorite one in the whole movie is the Big Alabama. That's oh yeah, Big Alabama. That's yeah. Kid Quip or some shit. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so anyway, Redford gets on the run. He goes to Chicago. Joe Erie ends up going there too. He plays like a small role throughout. Like he keeps yeah, showing right. up. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Redford shows gets to Chicago and he he ends up meeting Paul Newman. Uh, who what what's his character's name? It's it's uh, Salad McGillicuddy. Right. Remember, right? <laughs> <laughs> salad Salad Magoo. Um, his name is Henry Gondorf. Uh, Henry wow. Gondorf, which I always thought was Ganondorf. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... yeah, and that's it, that's. It, I was really surprised when he didn't turn into a giant pig demon at the end. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, he's the he's the first Paul Newman to be born in a generation. Uh, right, right, so... out in the desert. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very matrilineal society that Paul Newman comes from. Yeah, oh, Zach this is this is useless. <laughs> as far as I know, Zach has never owned a Nintendo, so I don't think I'm, I'm familiar-ish <laughs> with the lore, but yeah, 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 okay. Um, so anyway, he goes out there and he convinces Paul Newman to like take him under his wing, and he's like, "Listen, I want to get um, Lonigan. That's that's Robert Shaw's character. Yeah. He's he's the reason that that Jones is dead. I want mm-hmm. revenge, and I want to take his money. That's how I want to get revenge." So mm-hmm. they end up, I feel like the only way to describe this movie is by doing it in an incredibly short manner because there's no way to actually talk about what happens without Yeah, because it you. is a very complicated, convoluted yes. plan. Like, uh, uh, it's really okay, well done. Say, like, it's really well this done. Is, this but... is early 70s. Like, we were just watching five easy pieces. And, like, that movie mm-hmm. was, nothing happens. And that was my understanding of like movies mm-hmm. in the 70s but this one sounds like it's that's a totally cool. different school yeah. of movies that that's, yeah. that's like uh-huh. yeah that's, that's like a like, weird slice of life this is like a right. story that's 70s realism this is like um yeah this that's movie 70s is just de- a depressed movie. But, yeah depressed realism this one is just like an actual and, and so like it's, things are happening is very like interesting is what you're telling me yeah okay yeah, yeah this because movie you're trying very, to figure it yeah. out it's intentionally meant to mimic uh, older movies. Ah, that, that's that's yeah, the whole point sure. of this. Movie. Yeah, like yeah, there's a lot of like title cards between scenes. There and, are literal and, title cards. Yeah, and yeah. they were they were meant to look like uh, Saturday Evening Post illustrations because mm-hmm. that was the biggest publication in the country when the movie oh, is boy. set. Okay, um, <laughs> a lot of attention yeah. to detail yeah. on this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's real well cool. done. So the scam that they cook up involves at least like fifty different scam artists <laughs> wow. that get roped in. Yeah, yeah, they uh-huh. they they. they start a fake off-track betting parlor okay and Mm -hmm. they their whole scam is to convince robert shaw's character that they have somebody that they know who works at the telegraph office who holds the race results a couple minutes to feed them the answer so they can make bets and win it's it's called it's called post betting it's a real thing yeah Um, Yeah, uh yeah It's not really legit. Like you can't really pull it off nowadays. But this was a thing that yeah. could. Yeah, happen. you definitely, yeah. you definitely could when everything was still being, you know, transmitted it was wire fraud, it was like right, federal right, right. crime. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So to get Lonegren, Robert Shaw's character, roped into this, they he has this high-stakes poker game every week on the 20th Century Limited, the train from New York to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, a train I've been on multiple times. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. Good for you. Yep. Because um, <laughs> I, got, I got that Amtrak money. Yep. Uh, and so, also 24 hours to burn. Yeah, right. Paul Newman is pretending to be this like loudmouth asshole bookie who buys Which is his pretty way. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a go- it's a lot of good stuff. He buys his way into the game and they find out, they do a bunch of research and find out what kind of cards um Robert Shaw likes to play with. So they bring a bunch of stacked decks with them so they can oh. when he decides it's time to cheat, they can cheat on top okay. of him. Mm-hmm. When you say the kind of so cards he likes like, to play with, you mean like literally like the brand of cards. Yeah. The brand, yeah, uh-huh, the, yeah, uh-huh. the actual brand, yeah. So Paul Newman ends up cheating him, and he wins a shitload of money off of him. $15,000 yeah, or something. Okay. And Robert Redford's supposed to go collect, and this is the next part of the scam where Robert Redford pretends to be the second-in-command for Paul Newman who wants to scam him out of his, his business yeah. and take he wants over. Wants to betray him. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he needs Robert Shaw's yep, help. Yep, yep. Um, mm-hmm. So they go through a whole lot of crazy set piece scams where they convince him like to take to take part in this. Yeah. Um, Charles Durning is a cop who's been chasing Paul Newman since Joliet. Um, he gets pulled in by the the cop gets pulled in by the FBI and they're like, we need your help finding this guy because it'll help us find Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. Then they pull in Robert Redford to the FBI and they're like you got to turn in your friend here so we can get him and then you can go home clean and keep all the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> eventually <laughs> there's also a subplot of Paul, of Robert Redford uh ends up like he's flirting with this diner waitress over yeah, and over again I, and they I, end up s- I've kind of found that whole thing a little tedious. Yeah, but, uh, well, they end up sleeping together. A movie from the together. 70s has tedious uh, gender politics? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Romantic, <laughs> romantic subplot, but, like, it it, it, it does have a purpose. Sure. Like, yeah. unlike so often in these movies, this one actually so had a purpose. they end up sleeping together. There's another subplot where there's <laughs> uh, Robert Shaw, who has been talking to Robert Redford this whole time, doesn't know that Redford is the guy he's oh, looking okay. for. Uh-huh. Um, he has his best assassin looking for oh. this dude. Mm-hmm. So we keep seeing this this person with black leather gloves like stalking Robert oh. Redford. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually we get a scene where the guy with leather gloves shows up and he pulls out a gun and then shoots the woman that Robert Redford just ah. slept with in the Jesus head. Jesus Christ. And it turns out that she was the assassin. Oh, yeah. damn. Okay. And she's and a he... consummate professional. Yeah. And like, okay. yeah. Okay. And and the guy with the leather gloves was someone that Paul Newman hired to watch after Robert oh, Redford. Rope a dope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of complicated things. Yeah. There's a great scene in a telegraph office where um, two of the people involved in the scam show up pretending to be painters and they get the guy who actually works in the office to leave for a couple minutes. And they start painting the office, and then Robert Shaw comes in, and they convince him that this is the, like, one of them is dressed in a suit now, and they oh. convince him that he's the guy who is on the oh inside. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they just leave a half-painted <laughs> office and go out the back door. This is like, normal. It's, yeah. this, is a, it's this is a thing <laughs> painters do. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah it's great. <laughs> um, the big set piece at the end is this fake off-track betting yeah. parlor where they feed they feed Robert Shaw the wrong info, and he leaves a half a million dollars on a Whoa. bet. And he, and Which he is loses. like an insane yeah. amount of money. Holy yeah. shit. 
Now, granted, they have to split it, you know, like 35 ways, but <laughs> well, yeah, still. Yeah. <laughs> and he loses, and then as everything's going to go down, the FBI barges oh. in, and Robert Redford turns on Paul Newman, and Paul Newman shoots him oh, and kills him. Wow, mm-hmm. okay. And then the FBI shoots and kills uh, Paul Newman, yeah. and then the FBI tells Charles Durning, hey, get Robert Shaw out of here. He's like, at least can pretend to be a real businessman. He doesn't yeah, need to be around. He's got to get out of like, here. We, yeah, don't, yeah. we don't want him involved because we're not and, trying to take him right, down. Okay. And we're then trying the door... to take down Ganondorf. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then the door closes and everybody gets up because this was a whole big scam. This was These were all parts oh, of the thing. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. And the end of the movie is... Uh, Robert Redford doesn't want his share because he's just going to blow it, and him and Paul Newman are friends. <laughs> yep. Wow. Okay. Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. Yeah. That is convoluted, it's... but it sounds fun. Like, uh-huh. I feel like it's uh-huh. super I, fun. I, uh, we were talking earlier about, like, how do you knock off a casino? And I was like, you can't. Only Danny Ocean can do that. And this feels in that vein. It's like, it's so impossible that, like, it has to be very convoluted and stupid. Mm-hmm. Or maybe convoluted. So they make fun. a point in yeah. they make a point in the movie of like the scam that they decide to pull is a scam that like people haven't pulled this scam in like fifty sure. years. No one will even yeah, know what we're talking about. Very old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's high uh, effort. It sounds like it's high effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> this is the thing that struck me the most about this movie is the startup cost <laughs> yeah. of their scam. Yeah, yeah, they just like had to invest, nothing, you know, 20,000 1930s right. bucks into nothing, this. Nothing venture so nothing like, gained. I mean, yeah. Yeah, if yeah. we're going by if that $11,000 would be roughly 200,000 today, that means they put almost a half a million dollars of today's sure. money into yeah. this scam. Yeah, like Yeah. Just just I mean, fingers, they came out of it crossed. with like an insane amount of money, yeah, but yeah. Sure. No, no, yeah, but like if if I if in that time period during the Great Depression they had this much money mm-hmm. as startup money for a scam, yeah, why were they still scamming also people during the like, Great yeah. Depression? Yeah, is yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and there's like a lot of good montage like uh, uh bringing up the team montages uh, really. Yes, sure, yeah, sure. absolutely. And it's just a character actor smorgasbord. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> wow. It's real fun. It's a real fun like complicated but kind of dumb sure, movie sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. uh and it's it's like they use a lot of like really muted color palettes which mm-hmm. a lot of times can make a movie feel very like dull and depressing and from but... the 70s yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but they it, i don't know it it, it flips yeah like, everybody they, everybody is so full of life I mean, yeah mm-hmm. there's so much ver, say, like, ver, 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 I don't, ver, maybe it's ver? just my criticism yeah. of 70s movies but <laughs> i think in general like they're mostly just boring and it sounds like this is not that like like things are happening there's too there's, much going on for it to be right, yeah, like there's yeah. there's a lot to untangle it's like two hours long but it's and, not like a lot yeah. to figure out and i feel like that's the thing that mm-hmm. i'm mostly missing from your average 70s mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. well it's a lot of that might have to do with the director um mm-hmm. george roy hill directed this okay. who about five years earlier directed butch cassie and sundance oh, kid also another... starring paul newman Rod redford yeah. he is he is a very old style director okay. like he mm-hmm. he wasn't a 70s yeah, director yeah. um and that's mm-hmm. part of it sure. um yeah. What kind of what kind of do you, I have some behind the scenes stuff, Seth? What yeah, what do I you mean, have? Yeah. like something that really stood out to me in this movie was, uh, of course, the music. Um, mm-hmm. Marvin is, Hamlish wrote the score. Yeah, 
but it's an adaptation of Scott Joplin um, ragtime oh. music. Oh. Yeah, so like if you ever heard The Entertainer, uh, yep. that's like yep. the main theme song. Certainly. I've been yeah, to a right. piano recital for children, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they didn't just play uh, Heart and Soul over and yeah, over and over yeah. again? Yeah, that's the whole soundtrack to the movie. Um, yeah, it's just Heart and Soul. Fucking garbage. Uh-huh. So, fun, fun, cool thing about... So, like, that music is throughout the whole movie, so it's got mm. this very, like, lively sure. uh, feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Marvin Hamlish won three Oscars the, the, on, at this Oscar ceremony, specifically. So, he yeah. won... There used to be two categories for best mm. score. Mm-hmm. Um one of them was adapted and one of them was original. Oh. So he, and I think I, I'd have to look into this, but my guess is mm-hmm. we're coming out of a period when there were a lot of musicals, like a lot of movie musicals. And some of them were written for screen, but a lot of them were adaptations of stage You're talking shows. like late sixties yeah. were coming out of like fifties, sixties. Yeah. yeah. So my guess is there was a long period of time when the whoever was winning best score was the something that was sure. already written yeah, like an established mm-hmm, right. piece of music um so my guess is there's two categories because of that as a reaction to we also should be honoring something yeah. brand new yeah. mm-hmm. um so he won best adapted score okay. for the yeah. sting he also won best original <laughs> for the movie the way we oh, were and yeah. best song for the movie the oh, way we were weird. Yeah. okay Okay. So he won three Oscars in one night. Uh, yeah. yeah. This movie was nominated for ten Oscars. Oh uh-huh. my! And it won seven. It won, it won seven. Oh yeah. my heavens! Okay. Yeah. Were Were so, there some heavy hitters you know. like Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress? Yep. I didn't hear uh, a single best, female. Yeah participant in this <laughs> there are okay. two there's two women in the well there's four women okay. in this movie yeah the assassins oh, right, you said yeah. um mm-hmm. uh, uh paul newman has a, a partner yeah who uh, is actually quite important to the plot. she's really um, cool and like very necessary to pulling everything off okay so. and, a, and puts in a fantastic performance it's just she's not like a super famous person sure, so. yeah eileen brennan i believe um, i mean i think she's famous to like movie and theater buffs but isn't necessarily like she's not a huge star right, yeah right. uh-huh okay yeah i mean she was in last picture show um oh, well <laughs> uh that sort of thing yeah. yeah but i i don't really remember her that much from it but um. i have the um the awards for this movie pulled up do you want me to yeah, run through them y- yeah okay so best picture it won Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, this actually it won Best Picture the year after The Godfather and the year before The Godfather <laughs> Two. So if you, like if you if you put that movie this movie in between those two movies, it's like it's very much a palate cleanser. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for yeah. sure. These yeah. are. I have never to this day seen a Godfather movie. I, I think I've tried to watch Godfather Two. Because I hear mm-hmm. that's the good one, like once. I but like then, one. I okay. like one better. Myself, but then you accidentally but... watch The Godfather three. Yeah, I, I, I know that that is the not Andy the good Garcia. One, but... No, <laughs> my stone. That... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good dead again callback. <laughs> yeah. And there we have it, folks. The only dead again callback <laughs> ever in the history of, of media the as it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Well, that that is a weird bookend. Uh, I, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so best director at one mm-hmm. for George yeah. Roy Hill. Um, 
best screenplay based on factual or not previously published. So basically best original yeah. screenplay. Yeah. Um, and there was some issues with that. Uh, the studio got sued over mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause David Ward, who wrote the screenplay used a bunch of like actual, um, primary sources for his inspiration. Oh. Like he, he, he used a lot of real life con men and real life cons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the studio was promoting the movie, they used quotes from one very specific book about cons in the 30s. Oh. And the person who wrote that book then said, well, clearly it was based on my book sure. and I deserve yeah. so some accolades. They, yeah. Yeah. So they, they sued there. Um, David S. Ward also, I just wanted to mention, uh, wrote and directed Major League. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> He also directed Down Periscope. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Oh, uh-huh, shit. Uh-huh, Welcome uh-huh. aboard. Uh, there was, I think, one other thing. Oh, King Ralph. He also directed King Ralph. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Best art direction, set mm-hmm. decoration. I mean, uh, that is, they basically recreated 1930 sure. Chicago. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, they did it almost all on back lots. Uh, mm-hmm. They did very little location yeah. shooting. I mean, yeah. you, you've already, uh, so it was best picture, best director. Like, that's best screenplay, like, best costume, you're, you're best like, film you're editing. Like four out of six best for music. Like, the top big yeah. ones. Yeah, no. yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, it did not win cinematography, and it did not win best right. actor. Though it was, a, it was nominated, nominated for, for best both. actor. Yeah, uh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hell, hell of a successful sure. movie. Sure. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it also made a ton okay. of money. Yeah, I was gonna say what what's budget and gross. Uh, well, budget so, was five point five. Well, that's um, a that's mil. a lot for. 70 and uh it's, gross it's, yeah, well i have its gross and it's adjusted gross if okay you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah go ahead go ahead then uh so it's gross was 156 oh my million God. which is adjusted <laughs> 720 yeah that's like a that's like mm-hmm. avengers numbers that's it is, crazy it is to this day the number adjusted for gross the number 20 all yeah, time by making movie yeah yeah mm-hmm. It also came out the same weekend as The Exorcist, which is the number nine movie of all time. Yeah, people were just real into movies in 1973. (laughs) Yeah, there was an oil crisis. Everybody was bored as fuck. They couldn't drive anywhere. (laughs) I've got another crazy fucking thing. This movie was so popular, so in Ireland, that it played for over a year, and people from England would take flights to Dublin just to watch it. (laughs) Wait. That's so nuts. that means it didn't play in England. It did play uh, in England, but it stopped playing in England, and then people were like, like, "I want to like see nine this months again. later." And they, they were like, would... "I just need more." <laughs> yeah, they would go fucking on a plane to watch. Wow, this thing. when this movie stick my hand in that beehive. <laughs> yeah, with our with when our this, famously yeah, good people, relations people... between England and Ireland in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the, the troubles. <laughs> the troubles. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fucking when this movie played on TV in the U.S. for the first time, it got a sixty share for the audience. Whoa! Fuck a duck. That's oh my god. I yeah. Mean, wow. Yeah. This movie was a fucking big deal. Apparently, <laughs> like yeah. everyone loved confusing. this movie. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um. Oof. Okay. A lot of a lot of crazy a lot of crazy yeah. numbers. Well, all right. Do you guys um, have any like anecdotes about it? I mean, before we get to ratings, like I, you know, I for sure do. I don't know if you. I do, so. I, I don't. I didn't take notes. Okay. I was, uh, 
I have a lot of really good Robert Shaw oh, anecdotes yeah. for this We're going to need a bigger uh, show. Yeah. Uh, tell me more. Tell yeah, me more. Uh, but before that, I'll, I'll mention this one that I think is just, I, I fucking love this story. So Edith Head is the costume designer, really famous costume designer. Uh, she won the Oscar for this movie. This was her eighth Oscar Holy for costume shit. design. <laughs> uh, and in her acceptance speech, she said... Uh, uh, can you imagine getting to dress the two most beautiful men on earth yeah. and winning an Oscar for it? Wait, who were, was it Redford and Redford oh, and Newman? Newman. Yeah. yeah, dude. Have you seen those two? Dudes? No, I, I, Shit. I, I, yeah. I was hoping Shaw might've got a little like handout. Oh, that I mean that, that, that was a thing in the movie too. Like Robert Redford was supposed to be playing like a 20 something. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. His, his character was written as a 19 year old. He was in his thirties when they made yeah, this movie. And, yeah. and like Paul Newman, 30s? I honestly thought looked younger than oh, it just had some gray in his hair and that's what made him the, the yeah. elder. Wait, they, so the original script, the original script had i thought they would have been uh-huh. in like their 50s at this point no newman no, was 48 man. when he made 48 this okay all right well close enough yeah all right yeah, yeah but he so, looked i know and he was he was a very oh, dapper man, fella would, for would, sure yeah yeah, the the original um, script for this movie was apparently fuck. a much much darker oh, tone, okay, okay. and it was a nineteen year old uh, being mentored by a like fat. Literally, the <laughs> screenplay talked about how fat this guy was by a fat, washed up like guy in his sixties. Wow. Okay, and then Robert Redford and Paul Newman wanted to do it, and they're like, ah, I guess we could just yeah, change fuck it, it whatever. Yeah, we'll just have two super handsome guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No problem. Two <laughs> ageless watching, rock stars. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> watching this movie, I totally got the impression that like they dress Robert Redford like he's nineteen, though. Like he, yeah, he, he wears looks and acts like a child, except for his face and body. That yeah, is confusing. Uh, yeah, he's wearing the stupidest yeah. clothes. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I um, again, I've never watched like old movies, so I only can picture Robert Redford as like a hundred and seventy. Like I don't. That's my only hallmark <laughs> oh, for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, from from your Civil War. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Or mm-hmm. Captains, captains, both America mm-hmm. and soldiers, mm-hmm. winter. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. so yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way they're there's, called. There's there's a yeah. <laughs> There's a rumor, I don't know if this is true, I read this, and I've read this same rumor about Butch Cassidy, so I don't know if it's just like, if it was true of both movies, or just something mm-hmm. that, that has getting passed around, and uh, where Redford and Newman demanded that they have blue in their clothing, so it would make their eyes oh pop. God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, for sure. And like, I mean, so, it does. So, so. They, so they alternate scenes where one of them gets to wear blue and another oh doesn't. Oh God. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um that's yeah. some real yeah. diva shit yeah Oof. Yeah. yeah oh there's a scene in this movie where paul newman is wearing just overalls hey well yeah, i mean it sounds stupid you know but like I'm me on and you did that one time <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I, yeah it's like uh it's like willem dafoe and all of his oh, roles yeah, sure, sure, yeah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> um so robert shaw stories about yes. this movie yeah uh, uh-huh. robert robert shaw made got to be really good friends with the director george roy hill when they were making also this movie. he he's a um, noted alcoholic right like that was his whole thing yes yeah, which course, is yeah. actually kind of funny yeah yeah that, he, that fits in <laughs> he he doesn't drink in yeah. this movie his character explicitly okay. does not drink yeah um but anyway, uh, so he they got to be really good friends, and after the movie was over, he invited George Roy Hill back to Ireland uh, to come and visit for a few days. And George Roy Hill says what ended up actually happening 
was we went on a two day long bender to every bar in Western Ireland that we could find. And then I passed out. And when I eventually woke up, it was because I heard screaming (laughs) and it was Robert Shaw in his living room, in his underwear, playing ping pong with people (laughs) and screaming about he was how bad he was going to beat them. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, you can't be that mad about that. That's a fucking, yeah, that's a good story. That's a very good story. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good, that's, it's a wholesome story right there. (laughs) Um, Also, the, the things I've heard about Robert Shaw in general, like that checks out super hard. Yeah. Yeah. uh Yeah. Uh, so Robert Shaw, other he also said there's a ton of stories about how this production, um, they mostly shot it on backlots, but there was a little location shooting. And anytime they did a location shot, it was apparently just like swarmed by people who were trying to see, uh, like, like get a, a, a look at the, at the uh, cast because mm-hmm. they were the biggest stars in the sure. world at the time. Sure. And all the stories, including Robert Shaw's, include him saying, yeah, and all these people and all these women were there trying to get a look at Paul Newman. And Robert Redford was always just off in the corner. <laughs> no one gave a shit about Robert Redford. Oh, that's fun. Oh. Eh, I mean, um, I think he got... He, Newman, I mean, I get it. I, I, I mean, between the two. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I get it. I yeah. get Red, it. Like, Redford yeah. also, you know, um, he got his eventually. I think he's fine. Yeah, yeah no, in the, in sure. the Pelican brief. Sure. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, that one. maybe that one. Yeah. We should do that on the show someday. It's called the Pelican brief. Like, what the fuck would that even be about? Like, Robert Redford, <laughs> prolific uh, actor-director. Yeah, yeah, Pelican brief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oscar-winning actor-director, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's... Uh, also, I guess Paul Newman and George Roy Hill got into a prank war with each other. Nice. On the oh, of shit. That's awesome. Uh, and it, it, it ended with Paul Newman sawing George Roy Hill's desk in half with a chainsaw. Oh, like day. a Tom Green show. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do have one more bit of trivia that's mostly for okay. you, Zach. Play it on me. I thought, I thought this was just too perfect, uh, to not sure, tell you sure. about. Um, so Rob Rob mm-hmm. Cohen, director of Fast and Furious, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Of, of the first one, yeah, of yeah. the first one mm-hmm. anyway, uh, he was working for the stu- for uh, a studio head um, at the okay. time, uh, and his job was to read through the slush pile of of um, of scripts that like you know the studio had some rights to but wasn't yeah, interested yeah. in mm-hmm. to look for good mm-hmm. stuff, and then um, and then and somebody and he, wrote a movie about. Two dudes and two cars. And then they waited yeah, 20 basically. years for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he was... Oh, it was going to be Redford and, and Newman as uh as Oh, my men. God. Can you imagine? Oh, I would watch that. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so he, he was reading through this slush pile, and he found the script for The mm-hmm. Sting. And he wrote, uh, you know, he had to write little reports about each each sure, uh, script sure. so that his boss would know yeah. which one to read. Um, and he wrote that uh, this is the great American screenplay and will make an award-winning major cast, major director film. Mm-hmm. And his boss said, I'm going to go try and sell this right now on your recommendation. And if I can't, I'm going to Holy shit. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> wow. 
and within within an hour, Universal had bought. Ah. So, <clears throat> so Rob Cohen keeps a framed copy of the script for The Sting with his notes on it Fuck. on the wall. And what office. you're saying is, yep. if this movie hadn't been a success, we would never have gotten Fast and Furious. The oh Fast and Furious, yeah. exactly. Oh, I can't even imagine a world like that. That's terrible. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow. So you have Robert timeline. Redford yeah. and and Paul Newman and George Roy oh, Hill to oh, thank thanks. for Fuck. for the Fast oh and the God. Furious. Yeah, I... it's the butterfly effect. Yeah. If a butterfly flaps its wings <laughs> in Tokyo, then Han never dies. That's <laughs> yeah, a little more specific, but yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Giselle never dies. I don't know which which you which yeah, you like, prefer. Lucas like, Black yeah. never mm-hmm. gets to star in a Fast and Furious movie. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, click, click, click. Um, quite, quite. Yeah. I mean, that's all I have about the sting. Yeah, no, I think I think I think we're okay. good. Um, we can go we can go into ratings. The uh, the IMDb is an eight point three. Motherfucker. <laughs> is it is it top two fifty? Oh, it has oh, to be with eight three. Yeah. yeah, no, that's got to be top um, like literally fifty. I don't, I don't remember exactly what number it is, but it's top one hundred yeah, at least. It has oh, to here, be. let me let me see if I can. Uh... Let me see if I can God find that damn. out. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. It is exactly one hundred. Yeah, on uh-huh. wowzers. Uh-huh. So uh, suck deep. Yeah, I, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Oofa loof. Uh, so Lee, what do, it what is, do you think it is about? ahead of it is ahead of Goodwill where, Hunting. Where does that it rate the, the against Fast and Furious One? Is my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we had, we talked about this already. Oh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna we we're gonna guys just as a as a little treat for me and Zach. Uh, eventually, we're gonna record a Fast and Furious power ranking <sighs> and yeah. release it. It's on gonna the be speed. like six or seven hours long. I guarantee and it. it's gonna be so angry. <laughs> yeah. Because we do not like, agree. It's I've weird. seen like, I think I've seen four of them. So that's um, pretty good. That's like a half. Yeah. Yeah. You can moderate. That's yeah. enough yeah, to moderate. No, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll be in there and I'll talk about that time that they ride on a, you know, I don't know, like a like a mechanical dinosaur or something that happens in the eighth movie. It it gets very uh, weird. That may happen in the night. Yeah, let's hope. Like, yeah, I mean they like to find yeah, out, like yeah. a rocket. Fingers, fingers crossed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So Lee, what do you think about this very, very good movie and Zach's movie? <laughs> All right, this very, very good movie was. <laughs> this very, very good movie was very, very good. It was such a crowd pleaser. Like, like I had a room of people just wrapped, like just hanging on every moment yeah. of this movie. Um, some of whom had already seen it. Like, you know, it is it is yeah. endlessly rewatchable. It is fun. It is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I'm going to give it less of a score than I maybe would have if just for the only reason that um, I much prefer Butch Cassidy and the yeah, Sundance too, Kid but... as far as like a collaboration between these stars and that mm-hmm. director. Um, this is probably a better made movie. It makes more sense, but I just don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give this movie an eight. I think oh. this movie is a solid eight. Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah. so the IMDb is eight three. Is this the highest yeah. IMDb that we've ever done? It's got to be close. I don't, I don't think so. But I don't yeah. think so because I think Chinatown is ahead of it. Yeah, unfortunately. Ugh, that garbage gross. movie. This okay. is like a movie from, you know, vaguely the same period that is significantly I think better. Chinatown so was better. the year before, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 
But it doesn't star nearly, or this movie doesn't star nearly as many shitty garbage. Yeah, it, it stars yeah. no. N- yeah, I was gonna say it stars notable garbage <laughs> human. So yeah, uh, I mean Paul Newman is like famous for having one of the coolest like, companies. True that is- Hollywood romance. Oh. Well, true Hollywood romance love stories. Like him and Joanne Woodward were together yeah. for years. Oh, I was gonna and, say like, the salad yeah. dressing company continually to this day donates all their profits, give to all of their profits away <laughs> yeah. to charity. It could and, not like, be a yeah. cooler. Redford, dude, as far yeah. as I know, has has not right, a shitty right. person, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, good people being good, as far as we're aware. Yeah. So, as well, don't hold that aware, against yeah. me. Um, but, Zach, yeah, go on, go. On. <laughs> no, I'm not like Zach. Your movie, I think your movie is is like it hit me in the fuck yeah community organizing, mm-hmm. um, which is what I call my heart. Sure. Um, yeah. Oh, weird. So yeah. <laughs> I call it that weird that weird black space in my chest. <laughs> that weird void. That, your, your processor? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think your movie, I, I, I really honestly, I know this is going to sound bad because I'm going to give your movie less of a score uh, than, than I'm going to give the real movie, but it's just because, you know me, I like fun movies. Yeah. Your movie is very important. It hits a very important topic. I think you you mm-hmm. handle it you handle yeah. it very well. Um, but I'm going to give you a seven and a half. Oh, that's I feel like very generous. I would, yeah. I would see your movie. I would think it's excellent, but but also like be made sad by the reality that it covers. That that's yeah. a that's the thing with movies in general yeah. these days is that like the good ones are also the bummer ones, and like mm-hmm. yeah, I I wish there was some Venn diagram where like happy and also good was a thing but it doesn't appear to be <laughs> no, no, it's called into the spider verse okay yeah. i was gonna say into the spider verse <laughs> or any pixar movie but yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah dude you are proselytizing for that movie i, I into the spider verse was I, very good huh? it's not that i don't want to see it i just haven't watched it yet okay? yeah I'm, I'm just i'm just saying friend of the show kev also yeah uh, he was he, into he was it talking about friend that, of the show it? yeah me and austin me and me and friend of the show austin kept meaning to go see it and then just it yeah. never happened so yeah yeah, okay. Well, I'm just saying that you know it, it it's in the middle of that Venn diagram. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. All right. So Seth, what about you? Um. Yeah. I think I think Lee is absolutely right about yours, Zach. It's very prescient. It's um like it's it's unfortunately a sad reality, but yeah. like I think that it was treated well, and I think it like I think that it is a movie that n- sort of needs to be made. Um in order to talk about these sort of things. So I think um, I'm going to give it like a, like a seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as for the OG, uh, this is a fun, fun, stupid movie (laughs) with one of my man crushes. So, um, (laughs) and like, yeah, as, as Lee said, like you, you do get kind of wrapped. Oh, certainly. Like you're, you, you like, I mean, not just uh, those, uh, those, Steel blue eyes of a of a, of a snow white playing cult. off a steel blue um, shirt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but only, only sometimes. Only yeah, but only or. but only yeah. sometimes because you know we have to have the Redford in yep. there too. Yep. Um, this is I mean this is this is a fun good movie and I think it, it well deserves all of its accolades. Sure. Um, sure. And I think Lee, your number is exactly right. I think it's an eight. Like it's. It's it's not my favorite Paul Newman movie, um, and as you said, I like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid uh, better in a collab sort of situation. But it's it's mm-hmm. an eight. It's an eight. Okay. Yep. Cool. Good Get stuff. the fuck out of here! Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, what do we got next time, Zach? Uh, yeah. Next time, 
out of order. I think we're going to do uh, Will, <laughs> uh, new friend that, of the show. Right? Yeah, no one needs to know that. Oh, um, yeah, no one needs to know that we're recording. I think we already spoiled order, that okay. in the, literally the first second of this All right, episode. Well, but, yeah, know, okay. whatever. Uh, doing 3,000 miles to Graceland. Which is yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Ooh, daddy. Ooh, you guys uh, haven't watched it again yet, but I, I watched it a couple days ago. <laughs> oh shit. Man. Yeah, I watched it a couple months ago, so I'm gonna have to rewatch. Yeah, unfortunately. You, well, um, I mean, I guess you are, but fuck a duck. <laughs> Man, this stupid goddamn garbage pile of a movie. Oh. So yeah, that's very promising. That should be good. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Have have. Uh, yep. As as kind of a downer ending to this episode. Uh. I do want to mention I was just uh, bored while we were recording, so I was flipping around oh, cool. on my phone. Um, <laughs> cool, cool. Um, and I noticed that one of my favorite directors uh, just died. Um, Stanley Donnan, who directed um, Singing in the Rain, oh, shit. Um, yeah. Always Fairweather, um, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Charade, like a mm-hmm. lot of great movies, um, actually just passed away today. As far as I know, he's not a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. And I wanted to say, if you haven't watched any Stanley Donnan movies, yeah. you should go. Oh, he directed uh, the Pajama Game. Oh, ML MLOG, like, yeah, ML yeah. favorite, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't know. I'm I'm not sure if that's right. So if that's wrong, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But hey, <laughs> everybody, go watch the Sting. Go watch the Pajama Pajama Game and get involved in some fucking community organizing because yep. hey, we fucking need it. Okay. Yep. True yeah. fact. Faking movies out. <laughs>